Hey, what's up? What is up? How are y'all doing? Good we morning. Got, good morning. Good morning. We got a special guest here. We have um, Omar Medellin. Yes, sir. Hand of applause, Omar Medellin. Jazz clap. Jazz clap. I think, to get, I think he has to get close to the mic. Yeah. Jazz clap. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more like, uh, like uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? Golf oh, claps? the... Um... um the snaps. There you go. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Finger snaps. Finger claps. Yeah, that. Finger clap. Oh, for like whenever it's a poetry snap. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Congratulations. How are you feeling today? Uh, I'm very hungry. Uh, I'm a little annoyed with this weather because in the morning it was raining hail and brimstone. And now it's sunny. It was raining hell? No, not literally raining oh. hell. But like <laughs> whenever I was going to leave work to come to work, it was pouring down hard. Oh, yeah. And then in my neighborhood, doesn't really get flooded. And then out of nowhere, where I was getting off in the street to uh, to get to the um, to the light, we started starting to flood. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, snap. I should have just waited a little bit. But, oh, and then over here, you know, it's like the, uh, you need a Noah's Ark. Yeah. I, I bet you were nervous when you were driving through your neighborhood and you were like, it's flooded here. It's probably like yeah, I was underwater like, oh, over there. It's going to be flooded over there. But no, it actually wasn't. No, it was oh, good. good. Yeah, so it was a good. The, the tree in front of me, the branches fell down, so the whole street was blocked. Oh, that's always fun. Oh, uh, you had an excuse not to come into work. Then. It's actually very cheap. What was your excuse? <laughs> hey, I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I um, went over my branches. <laughs> your little car. It's all scratched up at yeah. the bottom. Nah, they were twigs. It wasn't too bad uh, compared to like other times where, man, like I don't know if y'all remember when Ike happened. Uh, we went out of town, and as we were coming back, that was probably like the windiest storm I had ever seen, like in in that area. Not like during the storm, but like the aftermath coming back, yeah. we saw like trees on the ground yeah, and so stayed, many things everywhere. We I remember that night. It was we had boarded up our windows, and you can just hear the the like the wood just shaking because of all the wind. And oh, so, wait, the wood like. In the the trees of your house? No, 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 no. Like the 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 um. Oh my gosh, what what are they called? It's what you use to board up the windows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like oh those, yeah, those yeah. thick pieces of wood. Yeah, the, the two but yeah, plywood. yeah, the plywood. Yeah, there you go. Plywood. And so it was just like, I guess in those crevices, like the wind was getting in there, and so it just started to shake, and you can hear like the wind howling and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't sleep that whole night. So, and then the next morning, just branches all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I remember that night. I remember Harvey as well. Do you remember what it did to the school roof? Oh, uh, I mean the school roof. Yeah, the school roof was like half of it was gone. Oh like yeah, 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 yeah. It was just yeah, yeah, completely yeah. gone. I remember that. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah, I think when we came, when we came to help and and um, take out some of the water that was back here by the nursery, when when we showed up, I was like, oh snap! I do remember that. It was crazy, man. I think that's the most damage I have seen from uh, you know, not like. Obviously, flooding. Harvey's probably the worst, hands down. Oh, yeah. That, that was terrible, man. But, like, as, like, a hurricane, like, wind, that was probably the worst one as yeah. far as, like, damage from, from actual hurricane. That was yeah. the worst one. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But, thankfully, it's, well, thankfully, it's chill now, but, I mean, I, I love the rain, so. If, well, it we, to, if it was up to me, it'd be raining all day. We just had tornado warnings yesterday, and I think they were going to go on for today, too. Yeah, yeah, today, uh, yesterday warnings. when I was working upstairs, you can just hear... 
like the wind hitting, mm-hmm. like it was making, I guess, I don't know, it was making the frame of the attic move, but like it was definitely resonating because I thought the workers were up, like Renate and them were up there working, but it wasn't <laughs> them. I was yeah. like, oh, snap, that thing is heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was getting bad. Usually I, I sleep through that, but but yesterday it was pretty. Yeah. Well, last oh, night I was slept pretty through intense. It last night, like, I slept through it like a baby. Dude. I was yeah. disappointed, oh, man. man. I was like, as usual, like they're always telling me, oh, it's going to be raining heavy. And I checked my phone. It was like 60 or I think 80% rain. I'm like, it's not even raining over here, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I love sleeping in the rain. Well, not in For the rain, sure. but it's, when it's raining. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so satisfying. It's sleep better like that. Down. Especially like whenever it's thundering and lightning a lot. Like, dude, I sleep like a baby, man. Yeah. Um, I knock out really fast. If if we could schedule it, I'm pretty sure we'd all schedule it to rain at night. Yes, so we me, can just yes, hear it. Because uh, I actually go to sleep every night listening to rain sounds on YouTube. Yeah. And I've done that for like almost two years. So it's weird going to sleep, not listening to Do you it. fall asleep? Like, you fall asleep oh, all the way sl- listening I to it? I sleep fast, man. I knock out fast, oh. man. Put whale sounds? No, I don't put whale well sounds. In stereo? Make sure you hear it on both sides. No, I just have it. I just have it, you know, the... I have it a good volume, you know. It's not too loud and it's not too, too faint. It's right. Just at a good level. Okay. Yeah. Do you do it um on a speaker, just on your phone, no, on just headphones, on my iPad. just on iPad? Yeah. Well, iPads a, have good speakers. Yeah, but you do it on a on a Bluetooth headset. The pro- I mean, a Bluetooth speaker. The problem with that is that if the battery dies on you at night, at least a Bluetooth that I had. It would make this really like. <laughs> I don't want to be hearing that at no two in the oh, morning. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's powering down. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. No, I ain't trying to get woken up by that. <laughs> I'm an Alexa. Yeah, just, no. Just it, the Alexa. Imagine if it was Alexa. Nah, power down. I would throw that outside and just burn it. <laughs> Dude, at three a.m., my Alexa like always turns on like random times. Like, I don't even know why, but like it has a a blue light. If you speak to it, you say like, "Oh, Alexa." Yeah, just it say turns Alexa. On. Yeah, it turns on, so it's a blue light. But I have it connected to my wall, and at 3 a.m., exactly at 3 a.m., it always turns on, and it's like a white light, like bright white light. And the first time, it, like, spoke a little bit. And I I was, like, I wasn't asleep yet, but I was, I was just there, and then it just spoke, and the light turned white. And I was like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> like that's weird. All you hear is, like, good morning, Noir. Get up. <laughs> and you're like, wait, you, you know, you're thinking you're dreaming, right? And then it just starts yelling at you. Oh, wake up. Because I've had that before where someone is talking to me and I'm thinking that I'm dreaming. But like, <laughs> yeah. I'm half asleep and I'm half awake. Yeah. It actually happened one time with my mom. Uh, I think she had walked into my room and she asked me something and I responded. And then when I woke up, I was like, dude, I do not remember you talking to me at all. Man. <laughs> yeah. I do not remember you talking to me, saying anything to me at all. For sure. Yeah, that that's happened. Has it ever happened that you're like, you know, you're like dead asleep and your parents come inside your room or your sister, or your mom. They ask you like, hey, um, they ask you a question and in your mind, like in your dream, you can hear them and you feel like you responded, but you're not actually yeah. responding. Or they're like, hey, get ready. And you feel like you're getting ready. Yeah. In your mind, you're getting ready, but in reality, you're just there laying down. I saw a meme so, the other day that was very true. Um, it's like, it was it was a image from one of the characters of The Office. Mm-hmm. And it said, um, when you wake up and realize that what you did in your dream was just a dream. Yeah. I've had those dreams where I'm like, dude, did I really do that? Like, did I really break the law or something like that? And I, was literally, <laughs> I remember one time in particular, I was legitimately scared. I was going to get in trouble with the cops. But I was like, dude, no, it's just a dream. 
Yeah. <laughs> we're good. I don't have to worry about that. You're all running away. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, did I really do that? And you, you really have to stop. Yeah. So going deep, as I usually like to do in conversations, is <laughs> that just goes to show you how powerful your mind is. Mm-hmm. You know, if uh, I was reading, I was listening to a preaching a couple of weeks ago when I was fasting. And it said that if you start to believe the lie, like if you, if, if I'm sorry, if you give into those intrusive thoughts for so long, it's going to come a point. It's going to come a point where you're going to start to believe in that lie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that lie is going to yeah. be your truth. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, I, I saw things like that happen in my life. Right. You know, I've gotten myself into trouble because I believe certain lies. Yeah. yeah. You know, I believe certain things that, because I think a lot of people, especially in the Christian walk, they, I mean, this, hopefully this is not, well, you know, maybe it may be controversial what I'm about to say, but like a lot of people underestimate the devil. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how tactical he is. And that's why you have to constantly be on your guard. The Bible clearly says that he's a lion seeking whom to devour. He's only come to kill, steal, and destroy. And... It's like that saying goes, like, if you give him an inch, he'll take a mile with yeah. the enemy. Like, if you give the enemy an inch, he's not going to take a mile. He's going to take the whole route. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to take all of 610 and, and Beltway A and the 45. Bowie, yeah. yeah. You know, circles around us. <laughs> and, and so it just goes to show you how much you have to be on your guard. Yeah. You know, because you never know when he's going to attack. Right. And it, it's crazy because when you talk about that, about, um, pretty much believing a lie and then thinking it's true. That even goes to a physical state. Like it goes to like to the point where it's mental, right? If you believe something, it's true. Same can be said uh, in the physical. Like some people that aren't even sick, if you believe it, you know, hard enough, and you oh, yeah. you know you let that fear consume you, you can oh, yeah. get no, very get sick. sick. That that that's why I believe there's been some people. Especially when 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 we were in quarantine, that's why yeah. so many people got the virus. Wasn't oh, yeah. because necessarily they had it. I mean, they were taking all the proper steps, but because they gave into that fear so much, mm-hmm. maybe one can say that the body manipulated itself. Yeah, and that happened. Hey, yeah. Know? Oh man, I can't tell you how many times that that's I had that conversation where it's like, uh, like this last time that I had it, um, I felt like like I was good, and then. I felt I was good, and then several days were going. We're good, we're good. And then I don't know. I'm like, man, I think I'm having difficulty breathing. No, well, and then I'm like, wait, no, chill out, dude. Like four hours ago, you were good. You were you yeah. went for a run. You did, like, yeah. now you're good. But it's the mind playing tricks on you. And then you know the next day you're good again. But it's it, like you said, you give it an inch, man, it goes a whole mile. No, like, yeah, because whenever I caught the Rona it was back in September, and I caught it on a Thursday. I remember. Caught it on Thursday. I started to feel ill, like around, I think, 2, 3 p.m. And then I was like, you know what? I need to go get tested just to be on the safe side. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I told told David, like, hey, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to head home. Like, I'm not feeling well. Said, All right, go ahead. And we weren't close. Like, you know, I, I kept my distance. I had my mask on. And then whenever I was pulling out, um, my brother came out, and he had told me that my sister-in-law actually tested positive. For the virus, I was like, oh, dude, I got to go get tested then. So I think we tried to get tested the next day on Friday, and we couldn't. 
there wasn't enough uh, enough uh, room, so we got tested on Saturday. Yeah. So thank God that when I caught the virus, I had a I had a fever Thursday night going into Friday morning, but it wasn't anything past a hundred and I think it was a hundred one a hundred and one point four. That was the highest it went. Okay. And like by I think around eleven a.m. the fever just went away. Right. And so I was a little worried, obviously. Saturday morning, I started to get this really weird sweet smell. And I was sweet. like, "Sweet, yeah, yeah, exactly, sweet it's, smell." Yeah, I was like, mm. "It must. It's probably my upper lip or something, <laughs> something like that." But it wasn't. I was actually losing my smell. Oh snap! Yeah, for me, That's for me, crazy. it was like that. Cause it transitioned. I, like yeah, you got a sweet smell, and then it's weird now. because when I when I was when I was showering, I was smelling the shampoo. And I'm like, why does this all smell the same? It was the same thing when I was brushing my teeth. The toothpaste smelled the same. I'm like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know? And so I went to my room. Uh, I grabbed the first thing I saw. I think it was my cologne or my deodorant. I think it was my deodorant. I opened the cap and I just started sniffing it like really hard. It all smelled the same. So I was like, oh, dude, yeah, I think I'm losing my smell. Oh, that's crazy. That's yeah, so crazy. yeah, yeah. And wow. so we got tested that day. And I didn't feel anything. In terms of like any body fatigue, thank God, or any like uh, crazy aches or anything like that. And so I remember on Sunday, we got our results back. Dude, this is before God. I was perfectly fine in terms of like not freaking out or anything like that. The moment that I got the email and it said positive, within like 30 seconds to a minute, I felt like a tightness started developing my chest. Mm. And that was anxiety. I had to put my hand on my chest and I had to start praying. I had to start yeah. rebuking. I was telling myself, like, I'm going to be fine in Jesus' name and all that stuff. And so that's something that I had to keep doing. Yeah. Know, me and my mom, um, me and my mom had to keep doing it until we got in the clear. You know, unfortunately, I lost my father during that time. I don't know if it was exactly COVID. For sure, COVID contributed to some extent. Because without getting too too detailed, because um, it was this past Sunday was the six month anniversary of my father's passing, and so it happened on a Thursday night, early Friday morning. He he got a he basically got a heart attack because this anxiety started to develop in him, which was really strange because even he didn't have any severe severe symptoms, but. Being stuck in a house for two weeks. And we weren't in quarantine. Since we all had got sick, there was no need for any of us to be in the room. Right. You know, we were all together. Mm-hmm. And so thankfully, our conditions didn't get worse. But, you know, I think it was just at a point where my dad, I mean, it was his time. You know, we really do believe it was his time. Um, that's something me and my mom, you know, we talk about from time to time. And so the thing that sucked so much about all of this I don't want to say suck. I'm, I'm trying to make a light of the situation. The funny thing about it was, I think about a week after, not after he passed, this was before he passed, we started to feel fine. But I remember, actually, the Friday that he was in the hospital. Uh, that Friday afternoon, I felt that tightness again in my chest. Mm-hmm. And I remember, that's actually you and I had talked on the phone. Yeah, that 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 I remember that. Yeah, and so I had to kind of like, I was speaking a little slower, so I was like, "Oh man, this this thing's really starting to hit me now." 
I had to put my hand over my chest and I had to start rebuking and I had to start praying a lot because mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't want to give into it. You know, I was like, dude, mm-hmm. like, what if this gets worse? Right. And so thankfully it didn't, man. And 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 thankfully that when we had the virus, it wasn't anything too severe. Yeah. You know, and so I want to take a quick moment to definitely sympathize with everyone who's going to be listening to us who has lost a family member mm-hmm. oh, because yeah, of sure. COVID, you know, because I know what you feel. Yeah. You know, and it's been a very weird time in my life, man. I've never had to go through anything of this caliber. And there's days where I'm fine. There's days where I'm fine. And there's days where it's just, it's weird, man. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was telling my mom the other day, I broke down and I was just like, I'm forgetting what he sounds like. I mean, the benefit of, of, of the technology we have nowadays is that we have video, live, live photos, especially if like anyone who has an iPhone. You have live photos. And then, because uh, I don't know if Android has that. And you have video. Yeah. Yeah. So from time to time, I'm going back, listening to his voice through the videos and stuff like that. But um, it was kind of funny because whenever I was trying to get tested, I got tested, I think, three times, and they all came back positive. So obviously, I got discouraged. Yeah. Funny thing is that the day before, I think the day before the funeral, I got tested. No, the weekend before the funeral, I'm sorry, that Saturday. I got tested to wa- at a Walgreens. They never called me back. Mm-hmm. So I had to go get retested again. Right. Um, but thankfully, uh, I, I, I was negative. But what's funny about it is that I, had, I, mean, I was precautious the whole time. I didn't feel any symptoms at all. So I know I think they said that once you start to feel like that, then you're on the clear. Yeah. But I just took the I took the, obviously the the test to be on the safe side. Yeah. And to not be irresponsible. I didn't get my results back till eight p.m. the evening after we already had buried my dad. So I'm like I'm all trying to be here responsible, and 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 you know and and make sure that I'm good before the funeral. Yeah, and ironically enough, it has they, to happen after. after. But like I said, I was careful. But right. like I, said, I, I was already on the clear. Yeah, but I was uncertain until I got that. Was it positive yeah. or negative? No, it was negative. Okay. negative. I'm sorry I, if I said positive. My bad. No, no, I was negative. Right. No, I mean I think you were good. I, uh, it, I know it's kind of hard to say with with you know things changing so much every few months, right? But I think it, what they say is that it's uh, after like now after like ten days you've had. Or I no, I think they changed it to five days after you've had the virus. If you don't have any symptoms, which you didn't, uh, you were good. So. Yeah, I think it's with this Omicron that is. I think, if I'm correct, it was seven days. Seven days after seven days, if you don't feel anything, then you're on the clear. But yeah. you still want to be responsible. You know, I'm gonna right. check myself. Be on the safe side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for but sure. Where I'm getting at with all of this though is just like, I was, I was tempted to give in. Mm-hmm. I was tempted to give in to the worry, to the anxiety. You know, yeah. because on top of being sick, the whole thing with my dad was already a lot. Yeah. You know, and so there was something that I I, I listened to because of my mom. Uh, it was a video on YouTube by Pastor John Hagee. It was I think it's called Healing Scriptures, and that's something that I just kept listening to over and over and over again. You know, while I was sick, and it really did help me, because again, yeah. it all really does trace back to the mind. Yeah. If you give in to the fear, if you give in to the anxiety. That's when the enemy has takes hold of you, mm-hmm. and that's when you're defenseless. Yeah, and and it does have to do a lot with what what you're feeding yourself because at that moment it's so easy to fall into fear when you're by yourself when you're quarantined in your house. Uh, you know you're watching the news. I mean, 
I mean, what's the news just pumping out? It's just pumping oh, fear, yeah. fear, oh, yeah. fear, 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 fear. But if you know you're listening to to preachings, you're we're reading the word of God, you're in prayer. Just, it's yeah, a lot. Praying. It's a lot. It's a lot harder for you to fall into that mindset, and rather you just you know by yourself, uh, and just you know actually believing that all that's actually going to happen to you. you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially when it's preaching based on a specific topic. Like whenever I was fasting about uh, insecurities, and that's something I've always dealt with, you know, insecurities and, and, and intrusive thoughts. I was listening to preachings based specifically on that. And so there was a lot of things that were speaking to me, you know, a lot of things that can really, that you can apply to. Yeah, for you know, sure. You listen to it, you watch it, and you just, you see it in a new, in a new light, and you're like, mm-hmm. wow. You know, like now you have arsenal against the enemy. Yeah. Now you have things to throw back at him. Yeah. You know, and that's good that you were feeding yourself with other than the news and anxiety that kept feeding well, anything that kept, that fed into the yeah. anxiety. Yeah, for sure. I didn't like watch any, prayer. Yeah, I didn't watch the news for sure because oh, yeah, that yeah. was going to be just like, you know, making it worse. But like, yeah, yeah constant sure. prayer, listening to preachings, just surrounding your just being surrounded by Christ centered content. Yeah. You know, whether that be music, whether that be a preaching or just reading. And if like for me, like I'm not a big reader, uh-huh. I really want to start getting into more reading. But it's hard. Yeah, yeah. For, it's hard. For, for me, it is, yeah. for sure. But one of the great things about technology nowadays is that with the Bible app, if you don't have a chance to read, there's no ex- Nowadays, there's no excuse to it's get really close not. to God. Yeah, there's, there's no Because there's no if excuse. you can't read, the Bible app has, it can read it for you. You should yeah. listen. So yeah, you're just listening to it. Yeah. And there be a mo- there may be a moment when you're so busy that you're not maybe consciously listening to it, but your subconscious is getting it. And you're feeding your spirit. Yeah. So your spirit is being fed. Yeah. So it's there's really no excuse nowadays to say, oh, well, you know, I don't have time for God. No, you do. It's about making that time. Because, I mean, if, yeah, if yeah, I'm correct, too. today's topic is about loving God, right? Yeah, today's yes, topic sir. is about loving God. So if, if you really say you love God, you're going to make time for him. And yeah. I'm speaking to myself. I don't think that I'm over here being this, like, this ultra super good Christian. Like, no, I fell in that area a lot. You know, Yes, I work here in the in the church, but you know, even then, there's times where I don't listen to a preaching, or I don't listen yeah. to the word, or I'm not even reading the word. There's been times where I've gone like weeks without reading the Bible. Yeah, you know, like I'm not sitting here and bashing anybody. Like I'm speaking to myself. Well, we're all human. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're all fl- flesh and blood. We all fall into temptation. And so, like when we say we love someone, we try our best. At least for me, that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. When I say I love somebody. And I genuinely love them. I don't just tell them. I do my best to show it. Yeah. And I know sometimes my love, my way of showing love can be a little is, overwhelming. Yeah. Because that's just how I am. Yeah. You know, uh, you know the whole term, like, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. I'm definitely, <laughs> like, if, if we put it into perspective, I'm definitely, you know, I'm definitely that. You know? Yeah. And I don't know if that term necessarily was created for, like, referring to relationships. If it is cool, if it's not, then, you know, whatever. What I'm getting at is that, you know, when I show love, I don't just, I do my best not just to tell you, hey, man, I love you. I do my best to show you. So that applies the same thing with God. Mm-hmm. If we really love God, we're going to show him that love. Because we live in a culture nowadays where it's okay to say, oh, God first or Jesus first. In the bio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. On the Instagram by oh God first or Jesus first or you know, whatever. Yeah. But if you're not showing that, it contradicts what you're saying. Yeah. The for Bible sure. clearly says that 
by their fruits you will know them. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So that's how you're able to differentiate between someone who's genuinely saved by grace, who's been saved by Christ, and someone who just says it. Right. Just to say, and, I, and I'm not. I'm not trying to bash anybody. You know, it's yeah, just yeah, it's, it's just uh, being it's just being straight up opinion. with yeah. it. You know, it's like if I was Jerry. Obviously, you've been, you and I have been playing guitar for a long time. Yeah. And so it's like if I was telling everybody, "Oh, I'm a great guitar player. I'm a great guitar player." But when it's when it comes to put up or shut up, I can't even play a simple C chord. Yeah. <laughs> then it. It's like, are you really? Yeah, are you, are you really? really a guitar player? Yeah, for sure. You show your skills not with your mouth. You show your skills with your actions. With your exact with your actions. Grab a guitar with your. And you don't have to be. Oh no, you know what? It's not. It's you know this guitar is not comfortable in my hand. I can't play. Like no. I always remember hearing. I remember hearing this. I think from my mom. And is. I don't remember exactly the quote that she said, but I think it's something along the lines of like, un buen gallo canta en cualquier... Gallinero? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And yeah. so like, a great guitar player is going to be able to play any guitar really good. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. how you can differentiate someone who is a great player and someone who just plays. Right. Oh, yeah. It's the same yeah. thing with Christians. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that I'm not sure if it says exactly like this, but, you know, we love God. We have to show it with our actions, mm -hmm. not just our mouth. Right. We have to, we, we, we love God by obeying his commandments. If God clearly says, you know what? I remember Reuben always says this. It's kind of funny how he would say that if, if the Bible said that eating pizza on a Thursday was a sin, it's a sin. Yeah. If the Bible says that certain things are a sin, it's a sin. It's a sin. Yes. Yes. We have to remember that the Bible is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Yes. So that God's speaking to us. And if we love God, and if we truly love God, again, yes, we are flesh and blood. And we're going to have our moments. We're going to have our slip-ups. David messed up. Abraham messed up. Moses messed up. Some of the greatest men in the Bible messed up. Yep. But if we really love God, we're going to really do our best. Yes. To show it, not just say it. Yeah, exactly. If God says, you know what? Hey. Don't go to this place. Ah, oh, but God, but I love, I love going here. That's where sacrifice comes in. Yep. And it's hard, man. Yeah, it is. That's the thing. Like being a Christian definitely is not, I can't stand this term, but when they say all sunshine and rainbows, it's the truth, man. Mm -hmm. If anything, sometimes being a Christian is exactly what this weather was this morning. Oh, going yeah. Going through a heavy storm. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. snap. Going through a heavy storm. Way to mm -hmm. tie that in. Like, it's like right now, if I'm correct, I think it's sunny outside. Yeah. Is it? So, yeah, it is pretty sunny. Look, it's supposed to be sunny all week now. I, I, <laughs> I tend to want to, at least I want, or I try to be very metaphoric or symbolic. And I try to, like, you know that yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and, and so if we were to put it into perspective, the Christian life is just how this weather was. It's been today. There's moments mm -hmm. where you go through heavy thunderstorms, heavy yep. storms of life, whether that be a death in the family or whatever, you know, big situation that you go through. Yeah. But there's always, the sun's always going to pop out. Yeah. yeah. The sun's always going to, it's always going to, there's always going to be a light, like they say, a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. And for us, that light is Christ. Amen. Right. Amen. That it's light true. is Christ. <clears throat> because, you know, not that I'm trying to make it about myself, because I'm really not, and Lord forgive me if I am, but 
you know, with the situation that I'm going through in my family with losing my father, we have seen God's hand very strong. You know, and I'm someone who's always struggled with my faith. Yeah. You know, I've had, I thank God that in 30 years of life, going on 31 this year, I've had my, my slip-ups, but thank God that to this day, I've never came to a point where, like, you know what, I'm done with God, and I'm walking away, and I actually do it. Because I remember for a long time, well, I mean, it's not a long time. This is still my mother's prayer over me and my brother, now with my nephews. And she's like, her prayer, she sounds like a crazy woman. And I remember somebody, I think, even told her, like, you're crazy. But she's justified in her craziness. Mm-hmm. Because her prayer is that she would rather see me or my brother laying in a coffin. And she would rather suffer the pain of losing a son. But knowing that we're saved. Oh. And knowing that we're with the Lord now. Mm-hmm. than to see us lost in the world. Oh, yeah. And that sounds crazy, man. Yeah, that sounds like if you really put it in a perspective. Well, if you put that, to, if you say that to someone that's not. Yeah, exactly. If you Christian. tell someone like, "Hey, you know what? I would rather see my child dead than lost in the world." Than lost in the world. Like you're crazy. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. Because with everything that's going on nowadays, especially with the rapture, whether you believe in the rapture, whether you don't believe in the rapture, that's, you know, that's at the end of the day, really to an extent, it's 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 of of no importance. Mm-hmm. It is very important, but it's not something to make a big deal out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with everything that's going on in this world right now, you never know when your time's going to come up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Whether mm-hmm. it be that Christ comes back or whether it be that you get called. I mean, mm-hmm. with my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never imagined that he would pass away a month and a day after my birthday. Because my birthday is the 19th and he passed away the 20th. Yeah, I never would have. If you would have told me, "Hey, your father's passing a day and a month after your birthday," would have never believed you. Yeah, and seeing my father pass, because we actually did see him. Like I was, we were in there with him when he took his final breath, and it just changed my perspective so much on many, many things. Mm -hmm. And so it really just goes to show you how you, you don't take anything. Anything that you make in this world, you don't take it with you. When you die, the only thing that leaves is your soul. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. body stays here. Everything you've worked for, the clothes you have on stays here. And so that just goes to show you how fragile life is and it how is. important it is to know that when you die, you know where you're going. Yeah. And I'm speaking to myself, you know, because I, I, like, I still have my moments. Mm-hmm. You know, I... I had a moment where we came, we took some time off from coming to church. Not because we didn't want to be at church, but it was because we were still sick at the time and then, you know, going through the whole thing with my family. And I remember when we came back, the first Sunday we came back to service, I want to say it was in October. There was a testimony of Nermano that that one struck me personally because there was an image of him in the hospital. It just reminded me of my father. Mm-hmm. And so there was a moment in the flesh where I was like, because I remember Ruben was preaching, and I think during that time he was preaching about, like, it's okay to ask God why Yeah. at times. Yeah. And I asked the Lord, like, why didn't you heal him? And the first thing that came to my mind was dementia. 
something that I never like put my thought on, my focus on. It was just the first thing that the Lord put in my mind. And it turns out that my father was starting to show early signs of dementia. Oh. And so, you know, God knows what he was doing. Yeah. You know, God knows what he was doing. I still remember, like, my mom has definitely been a, a huge, huge role model in the faith for me. And, and, you know, my parents were two people, individuals and as a couple, that showed me what it was to really love God. Yeah. What it was to genuinely be a Christian in and out of church, not just in church. Yeah. And so, you know, I remember, you know, the day that my father passed, my mom was like, the Lord, uh, she quoted a, a verse from Job, from Job. And it was like, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And honestly, man, I've seen God's faithfulness through this entire process. And it's been hard, man. Don't, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it definitely has sure. been hard. But I'm glad that I've shown my love for God in my actions. Though mm-hmm. I had my, I've had my moments of struggle. I've had my moments where I'm like, you know what, is this really worth it? I'm thankful that even though I am human, I make mistakes, I still show my love for the Lord Amen. in my service to Him. Yeah. And not necessarily my service in terms of like helping in church. It's all in my service. In your personal life. In my personal life. <clears throat> you know? yeah. And again, of course, we're all going to fail. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Um, I don't read as much as I should. I don't pray as much as I should. And a lot of that stems from going back to the whole battle of the mind, giving into the lies of the enemy. Mm -hmm. The enemy telling, what's the point? Why are you going to pray if God doesn't listen to you? Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? It's true. He doesn't listen to me. So it's a constant battle, man. It's back and forth. It's back and forth. How how did you end up still loving? Well, yeah, how do you like still find it in you to like love God more? Well, look, the Bible says that our days, our time in this earth is 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 determined. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our days, months counted down. And even though you know, going through a going through a difficulty of losing, in this case, a parent, it's a bittersweet moment. If I could describe it. When you hear the term bittersweet, yeah, I've lived that yeah. in the flesh. And the reason why I say that is because bitter, because my father's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, my father was someone that was always at the house. Yeah. So going from coming home from work, going to, waking up, going to work, and he was at home, and coming back from work, and he was at home, to no longer having him there, huge, huge change. Yeah. That's the bitter part of it, not having him there physically, hearing mm-hmm. him, talking to him. Mm-hmm. The sweet part is that I know where he's at. Amen. Mm-hmm. I know that now. And and sometimes, like, sometimes I can't fathom the idea of him being in heaven. Like, it's it's too much, for not too much, but it's really hard for me to grasp the idea yeah. that he really is in an actual literal heaven. Mm-hmm. And right now he's actually... I, mean, I don't know if he's actually hooping it up, you know. Like uh, sometimes, like he's hooping it up with Moses, Paul, David, people that you read in a book, mm-hmm. and thinking now that he's actually up there with them, with them, yeah, is amazing. But obviously, he's up there with the most important person, yeah, the right. one who came to this world, yeah, know, to save us, to save us. Mm-hmm. He's actually up there with them right now, 
I don't know if they're talking right now. I don't know if like they're hanging out right now per se, but I just know that he's up there in the same. Like, it's a it's it's different talking on the phone with one of you guys. Yeah. As opposed to having you physically here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. You know, the presence of a person is very powerful. Oh yeah, for sure. So I can't imagine being now in the literal presence of God. Yeah. Because here on earth, we can't grasp it. We actually. can't grasp it. Like, we, 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 we get to experience mm-hmm. the presence of God here on earth. Mm-hmm. And we're living in a broken world. In a, you know, in a, in a world that's, you know, like the term um, dead man walking. You know, mm-hmm. this world is just, it's dying more and more each day. And we still get to experience the presence of God here on earth. Yeah. I can't imagine how powerful and amazing it is when you're, in the place that God resides. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. You know, and, and if I'm being theologically incorrect, you know, I apologize. You know, I'm not, definitely not the most theological person, but it's just, it's how I'm expressing with my words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, sure. And so, it's easy to fall into the temptation of saying you love God and not showing it. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to show it. Yeah, with to your show, actions, with your, with actions. your fruits, yeah, in your obedience, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and and it's not easy. Like I said, it's absolutely not easy. And I just like to say, like, the way I would describe it is just this weather. Yeah, mm-hmm. Christian life is stormy. Trials. It was a little scary driving over here to work. Yeah, I love driving in the rain. It's adventurous for me. <laughs> you know, like, like what I like to do get a kick out of sliding through the water. You no, know, one thing I love to do in my life, I'm, I know I can be a little dramatic in this, but it makes my it makes my life a little more fun. I love yeah. listening to movie soundtracks. Like I'm a huge movie soundtrack guy, and I, you guys know that. Oh, oh yeah, the scores. Sure, yeah, movie. Sure. I love movie scores. Christopher so, Nolan. Yeah, exactly. All those guys. So it's kind of fun sometimes driving in the rain, listening to a movie score. Yeah, you know, because you kind of sometimes <laughs> you sometimes get you get to live certain scenes that you see in a movie in real life. It it's happened to me. Scary. <laughs> it happened to me one it's time on the way on the way home from church on a Wednesday. You know, I was listening to a soundtrack. And there was a part in the soundtrack where lightning was striking, and it happens in the movie too. I freaked out, dude. I was so excited. <laughs> Change the track. <laughs> You're like skip, skip, skip. No, no, no. I was actually like I legitimately like started laughing. Just how I laugh right now. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, you know, like. A nervous laugh. I was like, Woo! No, 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 I was excited. Dude. Oh, you're like, That excited. was amazing. Because those little moments in life, I, I think those are little things that sometimes we can take for granted. Yeah. The smallest of things. But yeah, you know, a little, little off topic, but. No, 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 it's good, yeah. man. That's it, fun, dude. That's the adrenaline it, rush. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a crazy person where, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to be driving, you know, 80 on the 30. Like, no, neither. Like, I'm not. While it's raining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was, it was a really cool experience, oh, you know. That's right. Now, if we could just backtrack real quick. Um, earlier, you were saying about how uh, when you love someone, you you show them, right? Yeah. Uh, one thing that that you do is, um, and you do this a lot with me and with the guys. You always check up on us, and you, sometimes you you'll be like, "Hey, man, you want to hang out? Or you want to do this? You want to do that?" Yeah. And that's one way of showing love is showing uh, that initiative to to be with that person, you know, pretty much to spend time together, to be in, to take care of that relationship. And a lot of times, uh, you know, that that's the same way God sees it. Like, uh, how much, how much work are are you, you putting into, you know, being with me? 
um, whether it's praying, reading the Bible, worship, uh, you know, whatever it is, but, you know, actually putting that work in, into, you know, uh, having a relationship, I, that's, I feel that's one big way of saying, like, well, God's just like, man, this guy really is showing me love. Yeah. You know, besides the sacrifice that he is putting in his life, the of obedience, course. he actually wants to have a relationship with me. And uh, I've seen you do it several times with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, look, look um, to, to, to get a little personal, um, that's how it is between me and my girlfriend. You know, there's been times where I've been mad at her, but because of love that I have for her, I don't let that dictate my emotions. Yep. And yeah. I'm just like, I check up, my, how are you doing? You know, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. And so I'm using that as an example because she's a human. Obviously. Well, I hope she's <laughs> <laughs> You know, in, in the era of, like, everything becoming robots and stuff like that, I mean, I hope she's a human. But, um, Advanced AI. <laughs> she, she's big-time AI. And so she's human. She's flesh. She's going to make mistakes. Yeah. You know, just like how I get upset, she gets upset. Yeah. You know, and where I'm getting at with this is I don't, like I said, like how I said, I don't allow that to dictate my emotions. Yeah. If I love her, I'm gonna check up on her. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna care for her her well being, and it's not this doesn't necessarily apply just to her. It applies to anyone, my mm-hmm. friends, my family. Like if I'm mad at that person, okay, maybe I'm maybe even I'm justified in being mad at that person. Yeah. But because I love that individual, I'm not gonna let that dictate my emotions. Oh yeah. Right. You know if if, if I feel the need in my heart to check up on them, do it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with God, but far greater. Right. Because, and if you ask, what do you mean by that? How many times have we made God mad? Oh, yeah. Or broken God's heart with our mistakes? Mm-hmm. But yet God is still consistent. Right. Mm-hmm. God is, that's the thing about God. He's, he's merciful. He's, it's, it's insane how merciful God is. Mm-hmm. It's insane how merciful he is. Because you can be making the same mistake over and over and over. And I'm not saying deliberately, but there's a difference between struggling with a sin and sinning purposefully. Right. Like there's a huge difference in that. Mm-hmm. And so struggling with the sin over and over and over again, God is still loving. God is still merciful and God still forgives you. And still chasing. Exactly. And he's yeah. still chasing after you. Like, it's yeah. insane. You can't. That's love. That is the ultimate love. Yeah. Unconditional. Love. Yeah, exactly. That's unconditional love. Yeah. A lot of us here, including myself, we're very conditional in our love. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think everybody is to an extreme condition. Yeah, we're all like, okay, if, if we were to put it really break it down to perspective, human love is conditional. Oh, For yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Because. I'm going to use a very extreme, extreme situation. Going back to my father. If Jerry would have taken my father's life, mm-hmm. it would be very hard for me to love him. Why? Yeah. Because he took someone that I love so dearly from me. Yeah. So, my love for Jerry is conditional now. Why? Because he did that. Mm-hmm. So now, like, oh, you know, because you took my father, I don't love you anymore. Right. When Christ died on the cross, human hands shed innocent blood. 
Mm-hmm. And God could have been like, okay, you took my son. Now, uh, you know, I'm not going to love you. No, God still loved. We're, we have to remember the words of Christ. Father, forgive them for they know not, for they know not what they do. Yeah. Jesus had the power to call Any... a multitude of angels to come yeah. down and rescue him, but he didn't. Why? Because of his love for us. Yeah. And that just goes to show you how unconditional his love for us is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you you can't fathom. I think if we were to, maybe I'm being extreme, but like, I think if we were to sit down and be like, you know what? I'm going to try to understand God's love. It would, we would go mad. Yeah. Because our human mind can't comprehend it. Right. That's oh, yeah, how amazing sure. it is. Mm-hmm. It's the agape love. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's the only love. Well, love is only found in God, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's that love that, that never, that never, uh, stops chasing us. Um, and yeah, like you said, like even with relationships here and here in this earth, like we, we tend to, um, you know, something happens and we're like, yeah, we're, we're done. Like, let's say this happens, something happens in a relationship. We say we're done. And in reality, how many times have we broken God's heart to the point where he's like, well, I'm still not done loving you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's still, you know, fighting, fighting for us. But there's so much to unpack in this, in this topic. This is why podcasts for me that are like limited in time is really hard. Cause I, I, think I talk a lot. So I don't need, I sometimes need you to shut up. <laughs> no, nah, man, it was good, man. But, no, it was we, really good. You gave good, a good, man. uh, you sh- or you gave a testimony, basically. Yeah, yeah guys. And, and honestly, like, I didn't plan on talking about this. Like, it wasn't my intention, but I'm hoping in a way I was able to, you know, come back full circle. Yeah. And, and, and bring it back to being, showing how you can love God. Yeah. yeah you know, even sure. through a midst of a tragedy or if your life is really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if I didn't, then Lord forgive me. If I didn't, then No, God. man. Thank you for blessing us with this, uh, yes, with the testimony. Course. It was, Thank it was you. good. Like, uh. You know, I, I knew about this, but hearing about it again, I just, I feel blessed again, just yeah. hearing about it. I feel, yeah, for sure. I, I love it, man. And, and I hope it impacts everybody that listens to it here. Well, guys, we, uh, we love y'all and love y'all. we, uh, we hope to uh, see you again next time we have this podcast. Yes. Uh, stay tuned. And for sure, we, we got to have Omar on again. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, talk to, we'll, cool, t- we'll touch a different topic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. I'm, I'm always down to talk. So yeah. So nice. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you all. God bless. God bless, guys. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Oh, wow. Then here it goes again. Here it goes again. All right, guys. A little technical difficulties. The first podcast. Did you hear the first one no more? Oh, yeah, I did. The the, the ending? It took him like five hours. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. We, we we were we were due for another one so <laughs> yeah, that's, that's to to <laughs> all right guys we'll see y'all next week all right, man. Nice. peace out